We've returned. Brock oh. and I from a weekend storming Area 51. We did it. Brock, it was it was quite the event that we we went to. Uh, <laughs> you were you were only arrested twice, which was good. The third the third time I thought was coming, but you negated the officers uh, at Area 51. <laughs> yeah, I did that thing where you like you run and then you spiral around. And yeah. You're like, Whoa. You always look for the fat cop. The fat cop can't catch can't, And I, I, you had me where I just brought dozens of donuts so we could <laughs> distract them all. And we stormed it and we found the aliens that are <laughs> captured in, there, in Area 51. I don't know if anybody followed any of that, but I was intrigued two months ago by it. <laughs> Rebel Scum Podcast, keeping it topical. Episode 135. I'm James. This is... Rock... Yeah, we had a great show for everybody to uh, today. 135 of these puppies. Wow. Yeah, and we actually did. There was no break in between. It was like we did an episode last week and we've done another one this week. It's great success. Yeah, which is weird for us and we're not used to it and what's going on. But here we are. Yeah. Here we still are. So it's great times. Um, so we got a great show today. We're going to be talking about Mandalorian, Shivy P. Palpatine's return, which is of course the rise of Skywalker. And uh, what else are we talking about today? We have some Hollow News. You have Hollow News this week. Oh, you know it. Yeah, of course. And our top five, top five reasons why Shivy P. Palpatine would have decided to return all of these years after his supposed death. I'm already over this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And we're talking Raylo. (laughs) <laughs> Raylo. We could that way we could put it in the in the title and um get those views going. Actually, did you hear about Netflix? Did you see Netflix's tweet? No, I did not. They tweeted a negative tweet towards Raylo and they're like, we don't understand like I can't they were like they call it toxic or something. I can't remember. They deleted it because they got the hate. Wow. The hate was real on that one. Well dumb, like dumb move. Raylo people like they are staying true to their purpose or their cause, so cool. Come I just I don't I don't I don't get it. But sell me on it. Girls and Sabres, change my mind. <laughs> they they plan to. They plan to. We actually might be uh going on one of their live streams soon, Brock. We'll have to talk about that. They Ooh. they want to do a live stream with us where we could talk about uh Area fifty one mostly. They didn't make it to that. Uh, we've been in a Twitter gif war lately. That's what's been going on. So it's uh, it's oh, not a war. It's just a thread of just gif after gif. <laughs> or jif, however you want to describe it. I got to give a shout out to... Uh, it was supposed to be a happy birthday two months ago to our good friend and, and viewer, Deborah. Her cat, Leia, it was her birthday. Leia means a lot to her. It's like, this is like three or four months old now, but we stopped doing it. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but this is happening. <laughs> She was understanding, but I just have to give a shout out to her cat, Leia. Leia's been there for her when she needed her. You know how pets are. People, you know, pets are important to people, and got to give a shout out to Leia. Happy birthday. When I read the rundown, I thought you meant, like, Princess Leia, the character. And I'm like, he does know, like, that's a fictional character. <laughs> False. Know, can he figure out her birthday? Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> I did the research. I was like, uh, here we go. Got it. Let's it's go. Galactic so we- standard year of. <laughs> oh. 20- a uh, BBY. <laughs> we have to tell everybody to like and subscribe. Also, we never do that. Like and subscribe. Also, we got uh, we're going to do the road to Mandalorian and the journey to the the rise of Skywalker. I think we're going to plan on doing like a little weekly blip thing where we're going to determine who is the Mandalorian. <laughs> because they say that it'll be shocking when you find out. But I have a question for you, Brock, because I've, I've been thinking about this. Is it going to be like, he's going to pull it and be like, and you're like, oh, it's Lando. Or is he going to pull it off and it'll be, it, his identity will be more important to the series than to the whole Star, Star Wars saga. What do you think? This is where I'm stuck. Like, the fact that we know it's Pedro Pascal, right? Yes. I was, not Pablo, Pedro Pascal. Who is a great actor. I loved him in Narcos. I loved him in Game of Thrones. Uh, he was in that Kingsman movie, the second one. He, that was pretty cool. He's a good actor. But here's the problem. Like, it's less mysterious to me when I know what he looks like. Of course, he could take it off and he won't look like the handsome Pedro yeah. Pascal. 
So I guess that's a surprise. So I wish they hadn't announced who the Mandalorian was. I get it, though. That guy deserves to be announced. You're selling a show. This is your main character. I don't know. It's just... I, In my head, every time you ask me this, I'm like, he could be this character. That character is like, but it's a new character. It doesn't technically have to be anyone, especially since it's Pedro Pascal, who hasn't been anybody, and it's like... Are we recasting someone? I don't know. Like, I feel like if if he's anybody, it'll be somebody from Mandalore. That, be- yeah, that you haven't seen, or like a or or you know a descendant of somebody from from Mandalore yeah. that you might know from the Clone Wars. Because in this series, John Favreau said you're going to know about Mandalore and kind of the history of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So they could pull it off where it's you know it's just some somebody really big. Uh, and it's like this is that person's son, and you're like, oh wow! So he's an important person, and just kind of went on this path, this other path. Though, so, so we're, we're gonna have fun doing that series. I think we'll just do, I don't know, five of them, just until the sh- episode starts, and we'll be like, uh, he's uh, he's definitely, I think, Sabalba, Jar Jar, <laughs> and uh, my third my third pick for him obviously has to be Ray's father. <laughs> Sure, why not? <laughs> Every male cast in any Star Wars from now on is Ray's father. Well, like the nice thing about uh, Pedro Pascal, when he got when he has that mustache, which is I think always now, he looks like somebody that was in the original Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, that's true. When he has his long hair and the mustache, he looks like a X-wing fighter. He looks like uh, Biggs or Wedge or one of those background guys. Yeah, actually, he does. I. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to talk a lot about Mandalorian. We'll get right into it. Why not? Let's just let's just okay. get into the Mandalorian. Because I'm looking forward to it. It starts November 12th. Weekly series, which we talked about this last week. I'm excited for weekly series. I'm kind of over binging stuff, to be honest with you. Like it's, I think it's tough binging. Because this summer, Stranger Things came out. I like Stranger Things. You like Stranger Things. You're like, I finished it in a weekend. I was like, well, don't talk to me. Because <laughs> I watched... You know, an episode at a time, and I'm like, stop talking. Whereas weekly, at least we could watch it and be like, what do you think is going to happen next? And that's something that I think is missing from, from, I think Game of Thrones, you know, thrived off of that. Yeah, very much so. And Disney Plus would be stupid to not try to jump on that. Because right now, there's no show that's doing that, to my, to my knowledge. Uh, scumbags out there, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but like... I mean, there's a lot of good shows on. I'm not slamming them, but like, there's nothing to Game of Thrones level or Star Wars level. So, uh, well, there's Riverdale. <laughs> Season four starting with an episode called "In Memoriam" for Luke Perry. So, I'm so trying to get back into that show, and it's, it just it's a slog. <laughs> I I uh, for Andrew Fantasia, I met up with him right before his birthday, and I was like, dude, and I told him season two and three, and he was just like. Just stop. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's it's the most. It gets really. It, I don't want to say anything. It's just it's 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 all. I don't. I just I look at it. And I'm like like, kids, watch like they like they watch this and they must enjoy it on some level. And I'm just it baffles my mind because it's quite ridiculous. <laughs> like it's it's out there. I mean, it is. We gotta f- remember it's a CW show, and they're very good at that melodrama. But it's not that anymore. It's like, like they're gotten. Oh, well, that's. Uh... Oh, it gets wild, Brock. You should watch it because there is something called the Gargoyle King. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought they were doing in the first season. It's oh, zombies, like Archie zombies, or I forget uh, what it's called. There's no zombies. Oh. But there is the Gargoyle King who... Anyway, it's... <laughs> Mandalorian, anyway, Riverdale aside, the Mandalorian is coming out November 12th. Very excited. I, I went on the Disney Plus website and I, and I... Whoa, hello. My device is not up to date. Thank you. <laughs> uh, everybody just... That was loud. Um, so I went to the Disney Plus website and I put in my, my email and all that. Oh, right. They're going to send me updates as to what's going on. And then there was a countdown to it as well, uh, which was kind of cool. So I am logged in there, ready to have access to my seven day free trial. Oh, cool. I didn't know that was available yet. No, it's not. You haven't paid any monies yet. 
No, I don't. I don't get it. I think November twelfth is when I can. But it's the no, first. I, no. The first week is free, is what they're doing. So November twelfth to November eight nineteenth will be free. Oh, that's awesome. That's genius. Well, Netflix I, was like, a month. Where can I give you my money? Here's my money now. Yeah. Well, uh, Netflix was a month free, if you remember. I don't. <laughs> it's been so long. I still have never actually owned a Netflix subscription. Oh my god. Watcher. <laughs> wow. Uh, Netflix, used, I don't know if it still is, but it was f- one free month when you first started. I know Crave here in Canada is seven days as well. Um, so I think seven days is the new norm, I guess. But I'm excited. Look, they're going to get my, I think it's eight ninety nine here. Regardless, they're going to get that. So. Well, irregardless. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm going to pay for that. I, it's it's. <laughs> Somebody did all the math, and it's like if you buy all the streaming services, it's like $90 American for all the streaming. Oh, wow. I'm going to pay the full year. Just, I'm in. I am fully invested in this new streaming venture. What? (laughs) They did a D23 special where you could get two years and the third one free if you did that, but you had to be a founder. I don't know. I'm confident it was not available in Canada is what I'm saying because – God forbid we get, don't have a Barnes and Noble and we can't get the Mandalorian EU cover. So, I'm just bitter about how we get like nothing. It's like ah oh, yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. But like like you said, it's like when you actually get the physical copy, you're missing pictures sometimes. It's not like I bought. I think the last three times they've done the Vanity Fair shoot, and I've never actually read the articles. I read the article online. Online release, right? So. Yeah, no, the Van Fair, I have to say, was quite disappointing. The print quality was garbage, and there was no Knights of Ren picture, which arguably is the one that people were most excited about. Aside from the Raylos and stuff like that, Knights of Ren is something that you're like, oh my god, I really want to see that. So it was, you know, you pay, how much was it, $8? $8, $7.99 for this. uh, If you bought both covers. (laughs) Well, I bought both. So it was was $20, basically, and I was like, where the hell are the pictures? So, mm-hmm. unless, of course, they both have different pictures and I haven't looked at both. <laughs> <laughs> I could be completely wrong. But uh, anyway, it's, it's, it's annoying. Anyway, the Mandalorian's coming out. And we know that he's a bounty hunter and there is a bounty, but nobody knows what the bounty is. Brock, do you think there's any chance that the bounty could be Boba Fett? Okay, I didn't, I didn't think of it like that. So maybe like, is like he alive, or are you saying his helmet, or a Anything. part of thing? Hmm. I'm I, on the I want Boba Fett to be dead bandwagon. That's where I've always been. Like he fell in there, just leave him be. But I'm kind of torn now. Uh, I like it. I mean, I can see him as a MacGuffin. I don't know what. Uh, like I, I've already said, I think it would be great. Even though I'm not a big Boba Fett fanatic. End of the season, it's revealed that somebody is Boba Fett. But I never thought of like uh, Boba Fett being the bounty. I like that idea a lot. When you said it, though, I thought maybe like some First Order information or maybe something to do with the New Republic. And that's how it. Like, I could see the Mandalorian. Like a Han Solo getting dragged into the good and bad side. Like, how yeah. cool would that be if season ends, he's got this information that both sides are trying to go for? Because is the First Order possibly going to be active during this series? So, uh, Favreau, I believe in the Entertainment Weekly, says that, that or I think Favreau Filoni, you'll see kind of the origins of the First Order. So what's happening now is the Empire has been dissolved for a few years. So the Stormtroopers you see are kind of independent contractors basically and yeah. uh, so, and I think a lot of like the uh, the, the high ranking officials they could be bounties as well like there could be members of the New Republic trying to hunt them down and find them stuff like that so the First Order I believe when it starts probably will not be a thing but you might see little yeah l- little threads being uh, kind of like what we saw in like uh, Bloodline with uh, like yes. Leia like these like they oh they have all they're massing all this like weaponry and stuff and actually in the general hux uh uh age of resistance comic they show sort of his climb in the thing in in the 
in First Order and just his relationship with Kylo. And there's a part where he executes someone that was his father's, like, buddy from the Empire. So it's like there are Empire people going to the First Order, it seems. I think yeah. we've already seen that already, but it's nice to see that. Like, oh, you know, you can't squash the Empire. They kind of... They'll, they'll survive somehow. <laughs> and Aftermath, I think, has a lot about that in it as well. If you yeah. if you read the Aftermath books, they kind of tell you, like, a lot of them went to the uh, unknown regions and stuff like that. But, jeez, everything is going off right now. Um, what would you give for a Poe Dameron appearance in Mandalorian? But he would be, like, four. Oh, is it right after that? It's Shit. I think it's, like, five or eight years after Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's true. So very high. Imagine if you see like little I'm Poe and I'm going to be a great fighter pilot. <laughs> and, then, and then his mom was like, No, Poe, we will be the fire that will burn the spark or whatever the hell it is between the resistance. And he's like care for these trees. <laughs> <laughs> Poe is just like pulling on mutinies and like kindergarten and stuff on kids. It's like, damn it, Poe. You can't pull a mutiny on everybody. Yeah, then I guess because they're gonna want to put stormtroopers in this, right? So maybe it'll be more. Maybe the like some of the there'll be an episode where he's just hunting down Empire, uh, old Empire agents and stuff like that. So that's how you. I don't know. Five years later, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Boba Fett. Uh, I would love if they brought that back, brought him back, because like if you can bring him back alive somehow. You can do whatever you want. Cause... I think, like, Boba Fett could even be an old, like, a Mandalorian legend by this point. Like, he's yeah. not Mandalorian, but there's he wears the armor and he's kind of a legend. And nobody, like, in that aspect, like, who is this mysterious bounty hunter Boba Fett? And I'm curious if maybe the Mandalorian would get, because IG-11 gets mistaken for IG-88. Could the Mandalorian be mistaken for Boba Fett at any point in time? Ooh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> I mean, we already have Trandoshan, so we got Bosk. Get some Zuckus and some Dengar. Like, ooh. Do you think Bosk will show up in this? I don't know. I would love it, though. But I'm very biased. <laughs> you, Yes, you are. I don't think we're going to see... I think it would be cool to see Bosk. I'm glad that this is one where we're getting aliens that we recognize, though. I think... Yeah. You know, everybody argues about whatever they want, but I still think that's something that was sorely lacking in the sequel trilogy. Like, like it's so it's almost like a different franchise at points. So you're like, what? where's like just throwing a couple of aliens you recognize, and we'll be more on board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I was <laughs> reading articles like, this is the characters we know. It's like the Mandalorian, uh, Cara Dune, <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, Carl, Carl. Yeah. Um, whether his character's name is, he's the bounty hunter leader. And then it's just like, it could be this. <laughs> and then it was like, Twi'lek bounty hunter, but no name. And then they're like, Bill Burr will always also be in this. And it's like, what is he? Like, nobody knows anything, which is like. His okay. bald head is in the trailer. Oh, Bill Burr? Bill Burr, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. I was telling somebody about that. Because currently in uh, Toronto, there's uh, Just for Last Comedy Festival. So I've been talking about comedians quite a bit recently. And I'm like, he's going to be in the new Star Wars show. And they're like, wait for me. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he said it was shot like uh, like an old Western. And it's on the uh, – it's on YouTube. I'll send you the clip. It's pretty cool. I'm trying to find out who Carl Weathers plays. But I can't remember why. I can't remember who he's playing. Um, he's in, He has a name, and I think he's like the leader of the bounty – uh, bounty hunter guild or whatever you want to call it he's on, on wikipedia actor occupation actor star wars work <laughs> the mandalorian other works of note predator rocky happy gilmore toy story of terror and toy story 4 toy story of terror yeah that's the halloween special oh okay <laughs> grief grief karga grief karga I forgive yeah, you the for gu- not right. the leader of the of the uh, bounty hunter guild. Yes, I had it right. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, that would be great. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say this, but I, yeah, my my gut feeling is is I don't think they need to explain Mando. 
But we know that John Favreau is a big Star Wars fan, and he was a Mandalorian in Clone Wars, so why not grow on it? He's probably read all those scripts, so he knows it. Uh, but again, like I've watched those episodes. I need to rewatch them, but like I can't remember all the names. Like I know Pre Vizsla, but I can't even. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he was a villain. I'm pretty sure that was John Favreau. Like I can't. Rem- I know like you know uh, Sabine, but I can't remember her family family's name. Right? Like I know Ren. Ren. Yeah, well Ren, but like House of what- Ren. House of Ren, but what were their, everyone else's name? Because there's like two like important female characters. One was like Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica. I can't remember their names. Everyone's oh, it's it's a uh, tulip. You're, <laughs> tulip. You're gonna get the hay mail right now. I can't remember anybody's names at the moment. I am. I can't, I'm old. <laughs> old but that's time. what I mean. I love the Mandalorian stuff. It's very interesting. I just can't remember. I can't even remember the. Queen's name that like Obi Wan was in love Satine. with. Satine. Satine. There's Satine. Satine. Duchess Satine. Yeah. Satine. Satine. Maybe the Mandalorian I... is the love child of Satine and Obi Wan. Ooh, I would get behind that. And then no. they're like Obi Wan series. <laughs> yes. That could work. Um. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I am very psyched for the show. Uh, I would love to know what. Um. Oh God! What's his name? Oh, uh, not uh, Nick Nolte. I, I love to know what his character's gonna be. He's an Ugnaught. Is he? Yeah. <sighs> I'm, I hope he's the one that's on that do bag or whatever it is in the in the trailer. I hope that's Nick okay. Nolte. I think that's who he is. Yeah, he's playing an Ugnaught. It's gonna be awesome. Imagine if the Mandalorian is an Ugnaught. How would that work, James? <laughs> it opens up and he's just sitting in the chest like this. He's like a Gundam warrior thing. I don't know how this is a problem. Do you think we could see an Ewok in this series at all? The witch? I think we'll see an Ewok in this series. I would love it. I would love any return to Endor. Yeah. Need another car- caravan of courage. Oof. So good. So but I'm excited for The Mandalorian. I think it's going to be a great show. But we're getting it weekly, so I think we'll pro- we should do, like, weekly recaps of it. And we'll do it like a sports show. We'll be like, oh, my God, and this, da, 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 like that right now. I know I'm already on board to basically take the day off from work and just yes. watch. Every, every day it releases, you're going to take every single one of those days off. <laughs> it's doable. I don't know what the release times are, like, maybe, like, midnight, like Netflix. That would be ideal. We could do one in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, oh, we just watched the Mandalorian and <sighs> just like totally wiped out by the Mando. <laughs> I'm excited that Dave Filoni is a big part of this as well because if anybody knows Mandalore, like him, George Lucas, and you have John Favreau who was a voice on of a Mandalorian and Clone Wars, so I think it all it all works out works out there. Let's shift our focus over to the Rise of Skywalker, the movie that that everybody wants to hate. Uh, it is released December 20th this year. Those are days that I'll be looking to take off of, of work. Um, I'm uh, I'm really excited for this. I've liked every little bit of footage that I have seen. But one thing, if, if you remember when The Force Awakens was announced, they said that Domino Gleeson was playing Luke Skywalker's son, who was a double agent in the First Order. I just oh, want to talk about... I'm not want to talk about that happening, necessarily, but I want to talk about the, op- the possibility of Fulcrum, a double agent in the first order working for the resistance in the rise of skywalker is that plausible to you uh, we saw it with callus in rebels yeah i mean does the fulcrum name get that go that long that would be great i i love how they've kind of they've expanded on that idea with like um Cassian and then now uh, also Sabine or Sabine uh, Ahsoka I mean we haven't seen Cassian as Fulcrum it's just a mention that yeah. his name was that so it's like awesome to continue that um, yeah that'd be cool I mean maybe Richard E. Grant is at the top craggy but I don't know if it works that way cause like one thing we've never like come across is that there's a double agent for the Empire for the resistance in the empire which being led by the two strongest sith lords in 
Star Wars history, more or less. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how is he getting past all of it? That would be an interesting way story to see. Like, how how did he trick any of them to be? Because I think there's episodes where Vader and Callus are side by side. Like, he can't be that good that he can trick Darth Vader. I I think Callus wasn't wasn't at that point a double agent. I don't think it was until like really close to the end. Like when we first saw him, I think that was like when. Nice. I think it was later on for Callus. That's what I think. I don't know. Because you're right. Like, Vader would easily have seen through those lies. When, when he gets trapped in the cave with Zeb, he's he's full Empire. Yeah, and I think that's part of what triggers him. Like, that's what sets him on that downfall. I, I'm cool. I would like to see it. Um, there's a few things that I want to see in this movie, and I'm, I'm really excited. I think we're going to get... I think... There will be a lot of fan servicey stuff in this, but I think like I've said this before, there's nothing wrong with some fan service no. uh, because that's why we go to the movies as fans yeah. to see the fan service. You know, you don't go to watch you know a sporting event to see your team lose. You see, go there to see their team win, to see your best players do what they do best. You know, um, and so that that's what I, I'm looking forward to the most. And I think that uh, the Rise of Skywalker is going to pull that off on. Maybe not all cylinders, but on a bunch of them. Yeah, why not? Like, uh, there's no reason it can't. So, no. Um, yeah, I'm super this movie. Uh, it's I said it before. I could go with no more trailers and be like, oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm done with trailers. I already said I've I've some people have been like, you want a spoiler? I said no. Actually, Josh from the Den of Nerds messaged me this week. He goes, I want to record. He goes, but you're not looking at at. Uh, Spoilers, I said. No, he goes, oh, well, I want to talk about spoilers, and I said, no, <laughs> I'm not talking about spoilers. I don't, I don't want to know spoilers. If yeah. you hear a rumor, if you're like James, I heard this rumor that Luke is actually going to be a werewolf, I'd be like, cool. But if you were like James, I got the copy of the script, I'd be like, lose my number today. You know, like just like don't talk to me about. It. I don't want to know. I want to go in. I want to watch whatever Lucasfilm and Disney releases the toys all of that like so somebody uh, i think it was actually uh, our patreon barry barry was like hey uh i saw a toy are you okay with seeing it? i'm like yeah you can show me a toy because <laughs> a show a, a toy is an official <laughs> license of of the thing so show me that but if you're like this redditor has a picture of this that he took with you know some you know some satellite camera that he has access to i'm like i don't want that like that is just somebody doing something that i don't need i want to go in on December 20th and be oohed and awed by everything. I actually got a text from one of my colleagues uh, at my company saying, Ray, could she be Wedge's daughter, the pilot who survives the first Death Star attack, Hoth, second Death Star attack, or am I crazy? And I went, hmm, because I was busy. He's like, he survived the movies and wasn't the main. Like, that's impressive. He's like, oh, I know about Wedge. And then I flung my phone across the and you're like, uh, no. <laughs> it would be, he says it would be the true best what a twist moment. And I'm like, get out of my face. But no, yeah, I mean, that would be kind of cool. I don't think people would be psyched about that. But I'm all for bringing back Wedge, even though I believe the actor who plays Wedge doesn't really like Star Wars. Yeah, but he might like a paycheck. Yeah, who doesn't? That's the thing. He might like a paycheck, and they're like, "We'll give you some." I thought they were going to use the aftermath books to kill off Wedge. Mm. Um, I was wrong. They didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really curious to see where it goes. I I remember after the Force Awakens came out, um, I was at the Square One Mall in, in Mississauga, and I met up with Andrew Fantasia, and he was like, "You know what? I think I think Ray is is Palpatine's granddaughter." And I said, Andrew, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> but now I'm feeling like they're, whether or not they're related, I don't know. But there's a connection between the, those two probably is what I'm thinking. Like, like right. she's, she is attached to ShiVP in some way. And I'm not sure what it is. And also she's uh, Han and Leia's uh, love child. <laughs> Han and Leia's love child. Can it just be child? <laughs> no. Love child. They weren't married when they had her. <laughs> Does the time make sense? No, don't ask questions. All right, let's move on to Never Time of the Odds. 
Never tell me the odds. What are they today, James? They're brought to us by Patreon. Patreon. Today's Patreon providers are... Thank you, everybody uh, that does support us on Patreon. It means a lot. If you uh, would like to help Brock and I out, tell all these great podcasts, and actually maybe we'll one day get the budget to drive to Niagara Falls, United States of America, and go to a Barnes & Noble and pick up an Entertainment Weekly with the Mandalorian cover... Uh, you could do so at patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. Uh, and the patrons that we are, they are Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, JRB Nerdcast, Scott D, Jacob Nixon, Andy Higgins, Mason Hope, Matt W, Tony Comstock, FP, and the spoiler talking den of nerds thank you very much although judging by his subscriber count maybe we should just do all spoilers now fam we either do spoilers uh, or we just completely hate star wars you pick i'll steal this saying from the doughboys podcast the rubble scum cannot be bought no we, we can't can. we've been bought many a time no nah. yes yes stop it <laughs> we cannot be bought we will do spoilers nah fam <laughs> no I don't I, but I actually are you looking at spoilers at all like are you like into that or huh I was looking I almost looked at one when I was looking up the news and I'm like <sighs> I was even uh, there was one talking about I can't remember what it was there's so, obviously there's stuff about Palpatine but there was something and I was almost I read it for a bit and I'm just like this is all hearsay. This is all hearsay. I will say this, not in the news. Uh, Fallen Order, the new Star Wars game. Fallen Order? Yep. People are excited about it. They're like, this could bring back Star Wars video games, apparently. But Wait, I was thinking about that the other day, too, because um, I was at the store, and there's Fortnite. 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 There's Fortnite figures everywhere. Is that EB Games and they had this Funko Pop, like the size of my torso, of yeah. something from Fortnite. I don't. I'm not sure what Fortnite is. It's kind of it's a first person shooter thingy, yeah. my bobber. And I was just, is that Fortnite right there? No, it's just. Oh my god, that's wicked with a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people listening to this are not gonna get it. <laughs> oh, I want that wicked. Um, but I was just thinking, like, why? Why is Fortnite Fortnite? Why wasn't Star Wars able to cash in on and do like? Why are, like, how has that not happened for any other property? Essentially, if like the biggest thing on the planet is Fortnite, how has nobody cashed in on that? <laughs> uh, well, it's like, you know what made Fortnite? A success. They no. were able to make it like cartoonified, so yes. like younger kids could play it because there was like public enemy battlegrounds that came out first which was the same idea like a battle royale game but then fortnite came out right after and was free for like at least a year i downloaded it because i'm like oh here it is but it was free you had to pay for PUBG, and people were like oh fortnite's just a PUBG clone that's uh public enemy battlegrounds uh i don't know what any of you are saying is but go on anyways like it became big and then they did all those emotes with all the dancing. That's why, you know, flossing is a thing and the Carlton's a thing and the Orange Justice is a thing. It's all from that game. So it's not only a game, it's also like creating dance trends. Like working at the, the Sky Dome, I see it every day. These kids just boop, 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 boop. So that was it. They just copied an old idea and were able to give it to little kids, <laughs> which is like, I don't know. It's violent, but it's not. Graphic, I guess. I haven't played it, so I shouldn't really critique. It's brilliant. I well, I mean, it's weird because I'm not playing it, but I got Overwatch because it was cartoony looking, and I was like, "Ooh, I want to play this shoot 'em up." But I see your point. Like Battle uh, Battlefront is basically the same idea. It's like shoot till you're the team that's not I, dead. And I showed you a picture of re those those new action Star Wars action figures that have been released that are clearly geared towards children. Yeah. Why not make a Star Wars game look like Lego Star Wars is huge. Why not make a Star Wars game like Fortnite in that style of those toys that like those cartoony kind of, you know, I don't know. I just, 
the Star Wars video game is uh, it's yes, Fallen Order hopefully will revive it, and I hope it's fun. I, I'm worried that I'm not gonna like it because I'm I'm not. Those games are really hard on me, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get it. Obviously, I'm gonna try. And Andrew's probably will say it's too short, and it'll be like 14 hours long. But I guess too short. How long are video games? Now? 100 hours? It'll be like 99 hours. It'll be too short for him. For me, I'm good with like Super Mario 3 warp zones. <laughs> I need the warp zone. Someone's like, "Oh, you use warp zones?" I'm like, yeah. Otherwise, you're playing forever. <laughs> like, you know, yes. On the new like minis and stuff, you can pause. And on the Switch, you could pause. But back when I was a kid, you couldn't pause. So I still play with that mentality of no pause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I find it funny when I have, I save. I'm saving something. And I'm like, if I turn off my Switch, it'll just pick up exactly where yeah. I was. As long as I don't take the game out, it's all good. <laughs> it's such a weird era. Kids are spoiled. All right, never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds, James. I just think that they should really make a Fortnite Star Wars style game. That's all. Uh, our first uh, the odds of Hayden Christensen appearing in the Rise of Skywalker. This is, I think, the person I want the most to come back. Yes, me too. Uh, uh, I would love Obi Wan in some form, but Anakin would be really cool. Um, I'm gonna go eighty percent, James. Ooh, that's nice. I think it was a little bit of a missed opportunity to not have him in in the Last Jedi. Especially when you have Yoda showing up. I, I still understand Ryan Johnson's point about Obi-Wan. How it's tough because you have Ewan McGregor alive. But we associate, uh, you know, Forrest Ghost, Obi-Wan with Alec Guinness. Yeah. So it is a little tough. You could obviously do it. But I kind of get his point there. I think Anakin was a little bit of a um, missed opportunity in that one. Um, at the same time, the scene's fine without him. Uh, but I'm going to go... 79.9 percent oh yeah yeah right this is right rules almost yeah well if like if he doesn't show up i could be like well you were higher than me bro <laughs> <laughs> i i want him to show up I, I think it makes sense it's called the rise of skywalker he is like the skywalker you know what i mean so i don't know it just i i, I think we did this odd in the last one and we both might have been high for that i can't remember but uh, the odds of Leia using the Force in the Rise of Skywalker. I think that would be cool. Uh, I keep saying every time I see her in a trailer, it's like they're in some kind of Force stream or Force dimension. And I'm like, the character's not dead yet. <laughs> Even though that's what we expect to happen. I don't know. I hope not. Uh, it's uh, This is a moment where reality and fiction tend to blend over and I get confused. Carrie Fisher is a person. Leia is a character. Um, I want to say, if we're talking fan service, I want to say 75%. I think she's going to use the Force 98%. Wow. She used it in Last Jedi, technically. Yeah. So it really establishes. So I'm going to go very high. I think they're going to. I, like I said, I think we're going to get fan service, fan service. And I think part of the fan service is showing us Leia doing something wild with the Force. Yeah. I don't think, she, like, I don't want her to be a powerful force user like Palpatine or Luke or Yoda and like just like she's like I she's like you know I found you know I have the ability to float in space and I can lift this rock yeah because yeah in the movies you don't really it's everyone just seems to be the most powerful you know like, yeah yeah I don't want that I don't I, think that works do you think I was just thinking about this too like in Bloodline it comes out like Vader's her father. And I was thinking about this. Isn't that kind of weird? Like you have an empire and the emperor is Emperor Shiv Palpatine. Right? He's mm. not Darth Sidious. He's Shiv Palpatine. And his right-hand man is Darth Vader, who if you looked at the old history books would tell you he's an old ancient Sith. So there'd be people like, he's a Sith Lord. Don't you think I kind of thought that Vader was more hidden in like the shadows? Like he like people didn't really know he existed. Like he was more like a myth. Like, oh Vader's gonna come and get you. Like there's no such thing as a Darth Vader. Yeah. Oh, I just thought that was weird. And Claudia Gray's great, not knocking Claudia Gray. Just yeah, the yeah. idea that everybody would kind of understand that Vader I don't know, it just it was it I was just thinking about that I think yesterday. I'm like, isn't that that's weird. The original movies always play up the idea of like the Jedi are are archaic even though it was like 20 years prior yeah. that they were active and like 
that, like people have the emperor has done something that he's just erased them from the galaxy to the point that they're a myth they're uh they're not real no one's just like oh there's no such thing <laughs> like there's no such thing as a force i like, can't get uh, over that wicket on your desk right <laughs> worth it Target, of course yeah i gotta go there and get one do they still sell them noble james i can bring you to a barnes and noble we could be there if you were at my house we could be there in less than two hours uh with traffic i don't know <laughs> Where we, we don't need roads <laughs> <laughs> i do want that wicket though that wicket is it's just compared to the small one it doesn't even hold yeah. like it's They're like series oh my god but the, the, he's holding. I would have brought that to Ewoks on Ice when I saw them. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> yeah, Thirty years ago, still would have brought it. <laughs> and the and our final lot is from Dennis Allen. The odds of the rise of Skywalker, the whole saga ending without Raylo. His odd was sixty five percent. He was high on Raylo not happening. I will say this, Brock. While you think of the number here, I think. Uh, they're in a bit of a pickle when it comes to this now because there is so much it must happen out there and then there's so much hate for it which Netflix can tell you about uh, <laughs> that uh, that they're like whatever they do is kind of like oof so I think we're going to get something down the middle no yeah. definitive answer on it at all I'm going to go full Brock myself on the saga ending without Raylo wow well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go full Brock as no. well. <laughs> full Brock times two. 100% it's not going to happen. Come at me, bros. Come at me, girls with sabers. <laughs> I'm going to send them just that clip. And they will come after you. And they'll have an essay for you as well. Oh, great. And you're going you're gonna to come out of that meeting, video, whatever it is, like full-blown Raylo light. You're going to be like, Raylo, and have like pom-poms. You'll be cheering it with have a Raylo t-shirt. I guarantee they're going to, they're, they've got a good sell on it. I'm not going to lie. Here, some comparison to John Milton's Paradise Lost. One more time. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. Like, uh, I like when they compare it back to like uh, uh, modern literature, yeah. classic literature. Look. They do a lot more research than we do on everything. Let's just call, let's just call it what it is. We I write notes, you write notes, and we talk for an hour. I find the news five minutes before we go on the air. <laughs> Sometimes it's from last year. <laughs> Battlefront 2 is coming out in November. Uh, speaking of the news, <laughs> Hollow News, you're up. Hollow News. The time where I talk. Okay. Uh, last month, it was announced that Marvel Comics flagship Star Wars title, the one I talk about constantly, will be uh, that started in 2015, will end in its 75th issue in November. Uh, this is because they are vastly approaching them, uh, the Rebels, finding their new base on Hoth. Uh, the last book that came out recently, I think there's a new one now, I haven't read it yet. Uh, they are like, we have... The four planets we can pick from. One of them, they say, is hot. So we'll end with that in, episode, in uh, issue 75, and there will be a special called... Where is it here? Star Wars... Oh, my goodness. See how prepared I am? Uh, Empire Ascendant, which I think will be a one-off, uh, sort of showing them setting up hot, which I'm very excited for, because it'll be uh, nice to see what their life was like and how the Empire got to Hoth. I feel like there was something that explained that once. Uh, but uh, we will see, it will address the fates of Dr. Afra and Baylor Valance, who have been characters brought into this series. Baylor Valance, we haven't really talked about much. He was a villain in the original Marvel Star Wars series before they sold it to Dark Horse, uh, and they never finished the series. They just recently put out the last up last uh, issue where they show what happens to him and now they've stuck him in into new canon in the series uh, Target Vader which is very good has Dengar in it uh, so we'll see the fate of that uh, hopefully he gets to go continue on because uh, and I, I like Dr. Afra I like what they've done with her but we will 
have Empire Ascendant as the end of the Star Wars era, but of course, I'm sure we're going to get a new series because Star Wars makes that money, so they'd be silly to not go past Empire Strikes Back and start talking about what's happening in between. Perhaps we get a new retelling of Shadows of the Empire, James? I don't know. Uh, there will also be a miniseries called Star Wars The Rise of Kylo Ren dropping in December. And perhaps we will get our Empire's Strikes Back series uh, in 2020. Uh, I took to Twitter this week, and the Twitter feed Star Wars Direct showed a new poster for Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker showing mostly First Order. Very, very cool. If you're a First Order fanatic, you get a really good close-up of of uh, Kylo Ren's mask. It's, as we saw in the trailer, he welds it back together or whatever you do to put metal together in the Star Wars. And you can really see a detailed look at it. Um, we also see Sith Troopers, the new newly announced Jet, uh, jet Troopers, which also come in white and red. Uh, and, uh, of course, the Knights of Ren. So go to at Star Wars hashtag direct and check that poster out. And while you're there, why don't you scroll down and see there's a new announcement for the Rise of the Skywalkers pops. Uh, they, they, they've been sort of shown prior to this. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen the, the uh, I think it was at a toy fair or a toy convention that showed the Lando and the Janna and the Zori. Uh, but now we're seeing there's a Dio pop. There is a Jet Trooper, the white kind, the Sith sith trooper and the sith jet trooper i don't know the difference james but they're lo pretty looking pretty cool then there's a new rose tico in her new uniform i don't know how do we have any information on rose but they will also uh that series will also include uh, as i said lando ray kylo bb8 zori Jana, finn and my favorite poe dameron as indiana jones so wait which <laughs> which ones will you be picking up uh pro i don't know man i just I love the Star Wars pops and I hate the Star Wars pops. You know, you know me. You can see I, ha I love stormtroopers, so it's like I'm, I'm really tempted to get the the Sith ones, but none of them have really popped out on me. Maybe the jet trooper because it's like cool. I it's like hard the. I I'm curious about Dio. Yeah. I have a couple cool BB-8s. I'm over BB-8. I might get a Ray and Kylo because I have the Ray and Kylo wall in my house. Um, Janna, I'm excited for the character, not so much the pop. How's that? Um, oh, yeah. No, Zori and Janna, I want to know everything about. But yeah, Will that's... I check them out when they're on the shelves? You betcha. <laughs> and this has been your Hollow News. Hollow News. Hi. Top five. Top five. Talking about top five. Today's yeah. top five is brought to us by Side Scroller. I still don't have it in front of me, so I can't show it. Go buy Side Scroller. Also, check out. Heidi Fetter's book also at lulu.com. She has three of them up there. Um, but don't get Andrew's, actually. She's got some sexy, sexy stuff. <laughs> She's got some. Um, uh, Rose, yeah, you mentioned that we don't really know anything about Rose. That's true. I don't know anything about Rose. I'm curious what they're going to do with that character. I hope that they give her something better to do than, than Canto Bite stuff, where you're like, well, shoot. I, I believe she'll only be in 25% of the movie. Yeah. Tops. Luke, fifteen percent. Leia, eighty-seven percent. No, seventy-five percent. No, fifty percent. Ah, it's too bad too, because like stuff they've done with Rose in comics and books, like, and her sister Paige, like they've yeah. shown both of them, and like they're interesting characters. Like, oh, we sh there could be more to them. Like, yeah. we'll see. I, I hope they have something fun to do. All right, today's top five. Top five reasons SheVP made his return in The Rise of Skywalker. Why did SheVP return in Episode Nine, The Rise of Skywalker? My number five is to regain unlimited power. <laughs> Mine is revenge. <laughs> is that all five of yours? It's just... Do you think there'll be like an explanation for survival? Like, I was thrown down a shaft and I survived. And then I... Stop like, talking some of my reasons. <laughs> uh, 
Um, number four, to witness the marriage of his granddaughter Ray. He was he wants to he wants to walk her down the aisle. <laughs> now the wedding is come. Uh, my number four is. Oh crap! I kind of screwed it because <laughs> his plan is now complete. <laughs> uh, my number three, to bring back the rule of two with the grandson of Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, and Stimpy. <laughs> number three, he's a clone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I that- hate this. That hasn't been, you know, that's been thrown around. He has a clone. We were, you know, these, okay. Uh, number two. I'm on two. I'm on two. Uh, to use Ray and Kylo as his son and daughter and for him to become the father and take over Mortis. Oh. Yeah, I, I would like that. That would never happen in a million years. Mortis, <laughs> Mortis in episode. Oh, by the way, Mortis. Mortis. What yeah. is that? All right. Then your parents are like, what are we watching, Brock? And you're like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> Let me show you 10 episodes of Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, my number two is he's not dead and he has been waiting. <laughs> That's where I'm leaning, but why did he just be like, I will wait here? Like, was he a slug? Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering. Do you think he'll have, like, Darth Maul legs? Like, robotic spider legs? When he... The Star Bridge from Rebels. And it's an old... It's a past... That'd be too confusing. Eh, it is what it is. It's Star Wars. It's always confusing. Is it? What's your number one, James? My number one, sir. I'm just looking at it. My number one. Look, perfect timing. He wants to visit Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> My number one is Ian McDermott needs to pay for his summer home. <laughs> <laughs> Big time number ones right there. Let us know why you guys believe uh, Darth Sidious Emperor Palpatine made his return uh, 20 years, 30 years, whatever it's been since uh, the his demise in Return of the Jedi. I think I hope we get a cool explanation. I'm worried it'll be nonsense. I'm worried. I'm honestly worried it'll be like I fell down the shaft and I waited until the right moment. <laughs> like that's what I'm worried. Or they won't say anything and he'll be just like, yeah, I'm, I'm the Emperor. Do you think he fell down the shaft like Homer falls down the cliff in that one episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> Just keeps going. I feel like that's something like Robot Chicken probably did. They probably did. That's good. But you mentioned in the Kylo Ren comic that they kind of show you that there was a way to fall but catch yourself before you hit the ground. Yes, yeah. So that's why people are like, oh, the Emperor could do that. Like, could he? No, definitely not. This has been the 135th episode of the Rebel Scum podcast been a lot of fun we'll be back are we doing this again next week Ugh, i guess <laughs> on the next week we'll do top five reasons luke will return as a force ghost in episode nine <laughs> uh anyway i'm james your brock this has been the rebel scum podcast and like we like to end the show brock because i screwed this one up you were always scum mandalorian scum that's a thing we talked about Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.